Yeah. Yeah. Will I ride? Will I ride? Yeah. This ain't no podcast. It is a broadcast. Yeah. Yo, this the smartest and dumbest you ever heard Intelligent and ignorant, you heard it first Sipping on this brown with a brown skin Cognac and caramel skins with time beard Who you love, who you hate, well let's talk about it The hottest topics and best believe we ain't going gothic Hotter than the tropics, you looking forward, you know we got it See the bigger picture, no microscopic We the livest know you tuned in yeah we know you tuned in nothing but a g thing all we missing is juice and gin tying up the loose ends we ain't ask for your two cents special guests every single day and still no new friends calm down youngin i know you see that we running i promise that this ain't nothing compared to what's really coming andre i ain't talking 3000 i'm talking drumming off the glass when i dunk it it's geese just say you love it this that ignorant it's true life Ignorant Intelligent Podcast. I'm here with my guy Jamil Hassan. You know, um, I thank you for coming on the show, man. You know, before we get into everything, I want to thank everybody for uh, listening and still supporting and, uh, you know, reaching back out to me. You know, asking about the show. Uh, we back now. It's been a, it's been a little minute, but it was necessary. And I got my guy Jamil, man. Go ahead and introduce yourself and what you're about, where you're from, before we uh, dwell deep into um. A few of these topics, man, and about your craft. Definitely, definitely. So my name is Jamil. I go by Jamil Son on social media. That's that's my first and middle name. So that's that might be the name. You know, you'll see me by on social media. Um, electrician right. by trade, and I'm like to mm-hmm. what I like to call myself now is like a smart home engineer. So I do automation, uh, a lot of automation that you normally see in a commercial aspect or commercial building with heating and cooling and lighting and different things. Uh, it's a way we've, we've, we've developed what's a system that's been developed to bring it to the residential market. And we want to, you know, kind of spearhead the movement to bring that kind of living in the residential sense. So that's, that's, you know, where, and as you see me now, you know, in, in 2019, and I guess over, over the course of the podcast, we'll get, you know, to highlight all up to this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And most definitely, man, you know, before we start, you know, I'll just go ahead and prelude with myself. You know, um, just kind of took a little minute from the show, man, and just from things, period, involving social media and just life, period. You know, um, mm-hmm. just just speaking on some life right now. You know, I think um, after the death of Nipsey Hussle, um, mm-hmm. I think I just kind of it was a shell shock, right? Definitely. You know, and I haven't spoke on it. I haven't really posted. I've been hearing other commentary about it, of course, but uh, just as a young dude, 26, and, and seeing what he was about, seeing the moves he was making about his family, about his business, about his team, um, about his comrades, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, 
I, it just it just put me in one of them spaces, man, where it was just kind of hard to take in. Definitely. You know, and I really didn't have no words for nothing to nobody, you know, on top of other personal things, but more so that situation was heavy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, because it's like, you know, are our lives as black men that disposable? Right. You know what I'm saying? When we're trying to do great things and dope shit and, and give back to the community and uplift our people, you know, are we that? I, I know history kind of shown us that, too, with Malcolm and, and, and Martin and things of that nature. But, you know, even to this day, 2019, are we still this? susceptible to that kind of behavior you know we we screen what we want in progress and we screen what we want um when my when white motherfuckers do shit to us in, in terms of police brutality mm-hmm. yet yet we we got an example like that you know what i'm saying and can you just go ahead and speak on how that situation kind of uh, affected you and and your views and and you know how, how have you been around that element as far as uh you know, growing up, growing up in in the urban community as well. Right, right. Yeah, I, I mean, it was tough. That the Nipsey situation to me, it, it was a situation that that really hit home because uh, of the similarities. I mean, Nip was was thirty three. I'm thirty four. He was born, I think, August seventeenth or fifteenth. Or I think I, I was born August second. So you know, a year and some days apart. Uh, and I shared that same kind of story. So at the time, you know, when he was dropping Crenshaw and all that for a while, I was. I was kind of on the music scene. That was kind of thing. I, I jumped and did as well in my early 20s. I rapped. Had a couple deals on the table. They weren't great, so I didn't take them. But, you know, I was able to to at least take it to a certain level that it garnered some attention. Um, and, and then and then even, you know, even now, it's still some of the things, I, I plays I made back then kind of show themselves um, um, even now. Um, and, and even before I was doing the electrical, now I was throwing parties. So I was... We were able to take a party that we did in DC. Um, yeah, give me a back, give me the backdrop on you, bro. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so more recently, I guess before this time, where I kind of made this flash, um, kind of showing my 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 skill set off with, with with my tools versus, you know, my networking and stuff like that. A couple years ago, we had one of the biggest day parties in, in the city, uh, five hundred plus, you know, six seven times strong. We only doing it three times a year. And uh, and the way we were able to build that through social media, and, and so a lot of what you saw with Nip, and a lot of what you saw with his, he he was on to it back in that time, back in two thousand nine, two thousand thirteen. You know, saying, "Hey, look, the internet is really opening up opportunity for everybody." People didn't realize, you yeah. know, how now. But when you see him do it for ten years straight, uninterrupted at the highest level, you see somebody generate a quarter of a billion dollars, put forty thousand people to work you know, change everything in this community. But the bottom line is it only take one. And and ever since, yeah. you know, ever since slavery, I mean, people, you know, we always say, you know, white folks this, white folks that. And white folks, you know, in that position that have that mindset can be very manipulative. But they only got to manipulate one person. That's why we lose our leaders. It's because we not solid. It's not, can right. you know, I, I and I came from a point, I came from a place Cause you, I mean, a lot of those same books that we would read, a lot of the books you hear Nip talk about, I encourage anybody that's listening, any book you hear him mention, like I have for the ones I didn't have already, go back, read it, you know, because what you saw in Nip was the embodiment of what we all could be if we elevate to a certain level mentally. Yeah. You know what and, I'm saying? And, and we got to accept our own growth. Like we got to accept that, yo, like sometimes the shit that we do don't be working. You know, that we be in our own way. Period. 
You know what I mean? We can't reach that God body. You know, we can't reach that elevation of knowledge of self yeah. and, and and giving back to our community at those kind of levels yeah. with no second thought. You you really got to be a vulnerable person. You really got to be uh, like putting your cards on the table, knowing what comes with that, which is the result of his life being taken, you know, and I think that it takes a certain kind of person to to um, face those kind of struggles and building your people head on. It takes a special kind of, because you know what comes with that. Yeah, Not only the scrutiny from mm-hmm. your own people and your own community, but death. Niggas want to kill you when you progress in life. Niggas want to murder you and hurt you when you outgrow them. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so then you got to ask yourself, and, like, which one is which one is worse? Is it worse to 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 put it all on the table and, and and go after what I'm what I want and go chase it and live a life I never imagined for 15 years and lose it and inspire millions more people, or is it is it more scary to to stay in the in the trap and with the roaches and the rats and and the people that want to kill me right next door? Because that that that's ultimately yeah. the, the choice you got to make at some point. It's like you know, hey, do do I want to like an ultimatum? Man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean that's what we dealt because they because because we so mentally conditioned as a, as a people, right? Like, right. It, it's the the quicker we realize that and, and we kind of like adopt the all skin folk ain't your kin folk kind of mindset. And it's not just like and, and and it's the thing like I love my people to death. I love being black. I the whole nine. But for of as course. good as we can be, we can be equally as bad. And it's something that we don't like to fess up to. Maybe not so much our generation. I think we we more so deal with some of the accountability. But maybe, uh, you know, some of the older generations had an issue with that. And that's why some of the issues in our communities or the issues that plagued our communities, uh, you saw them kind of take hold when they did. Because that generation wasn't really, uh, they couldn't really take in a lot of that. The books weren't there. The internet wasn't there to read. With our generation, our awareness is like on a, on a million. So you you get a Nipsey in this generation because you because of the access you have in this generation. You see what I'm saying? You get a Martin Luther King and a Malcolm X when you did that were great leaders. You know what I'm saying? But it was all limited to a sense because a lot of it was developed, you know, just kind of in the blind going. Now our generation, yeah, gra- like grass, yeah, roots, you yeah, know what I'm yeah. Now we got the blueprint. Yeah, too. You know what I mean? Yeah, and what you just what you just elaborated on, what a lot of people don't un- like. A lot of our predecessors, these niggas had to sneak meetings and shit. You feel me? Yeah. These niggas had to. You, you you couldn't be as open and as as people are now. Like you got most social activists have a have a platform like a YouTube, a Twitter, an Instagram, a Facebook. You got all these other outlets where you can meet groups of people around the world, mm-hmm. not just in your city, in your state, or nationally, but on an international basis with that message. In these concepts, definitely, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, but but coming up in the in the hood, man, and and I come from, I think I come from a loving family background, right? You know what I'm saying. I come from a strong support system within my mother and my father. So, um, I'm never opposed to my friends or my peers gaining successes, right? Like what? what like how hard is it to, you know, going into that accountability lane, bro? Is how hard is it to celebrate your fellow man? Mm-hmm. You feel me? Like if he made it out, man, salute that man. If he if he providing for his family in a legitimate way that's not causing no collateral damage, right. salute that man or that woman. 
You feel me? Right, most definitely. And, and I think that it just speaks volumes on our insecurities and it speaks volumes on our own transgressions that we don't deal with as far as tapping into our, our ability, tapping into our uh, capabilities to be the best us. We don't do it. So when somebody else does it who looks like us or from the same neighborhood or cloth, we, we get mad at them instead of looking in the mirror and saying, yo, why ain't, why didn't I tap into my greatness right. yet? What's preventing me from tapping in and then giving back the way that man did? Right. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, my bad. I, I, somebody you know, somebody it, tried to FaceTime me in. I don't know why I even picked up on this phone. I lost you for about two seconds. <laughs> but uh, you smoke, I'm you back smoke. with you. I'm back with you. What I did want to have you elaborate on, uh, I wanted you just to elaborate on, you know, um, the importance of mentorship and guidance. Because I know um, I, I, I did scroll your gram a little bit to see mm-hmm. that you did coach uh, football and things of that nature. So yeah. can you talk about uh, the levels of masculine energy and fatherhood and uh, just being a, a genuine role model um, of entrepreneurship to the, to the young men that you do coach and even your children to a degree. Right. Definitely. So, so um, to start out, I had my first son when I was 17, right in high school. Um, so if you did the math, basically on how I told you I am, he's graduating high school this year. Uh, so I got a, I'm 34 with an 18 year old, right? Uh, I got custody of my first son when he was seven. Um, I think my daughter was born the following year, so she's 10 now. And then me and my lady, we got a one year old now. So I got the whole spectrum of kids, and I'm not even 35, right? Um, <laughs> so I, what it now? As a kid, I didn't have my father around, so. And you know, my, my my even my environment at home wasn't the best. You know, it it was it was what it worked. But but in hindsight, you know, I kind of understand why I was like that and what I had to learn, so on and so forth. So I don't really hold right. any grudges. I just kind of understand why it had to be that way. Uh, and, and and really, right. what it boils down to is is if you if you really want to get out here and impact and make an impact and empower people, you gonna have to have a story. So. If you striving to live that lifestyle, one thing you got to understand is you're going to get thrown some harder tests than everybody because what makes you credible, right? I, yeah. I, I don't want to go pay to hear somebody who had a silver spoon in their mouth and, you know, parents funded their first 10 businesses. And I, like, that's, I can't relate to that shit. That's fluff. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, <laughs> I want to hear somebody who was eating out the trash can and turned it around and had a million-dollar business you know, three weeks later, because they was, but it was grinding that shit out for the last seven years. Like, that's what I want to know about, because that's real. So if you're trying to be that and you feel like your life is geared towards that, don't get like disgruntled when, when you got to gotta go through some shit. Just bear through it, because it's going to be part of your story. But say all that to say, um, so I was a single dad, you know, did the single parent thing, raised my son up to the, to the point that he is now. Um, so the whole time that he played football, which was from seven, I think, until about high school, uh, I, I would coach his teams, but on the opposite side of the ball. I wouldn't coach on the same side of the ball, but he ended up playing on both sides of the ball. So it was like I didn't have a choice but to coach him. But the thing I got out of coaching, even though I love football, it wasn't just my extreme love for football. It was seeing all these young black boys. Some of them had dads at home. Some of them didn't. But it's minds. I'm out here with 22 little minds, 22 little people that can change the world if they're given the right little bumps along the way. 
And as mm-hmm. you know, growing up in an environment that was violent and that was this and that was that, when you can get back to these kids before they experience some of that, you can let them know it's another way. And and you can be that and still be relatable and still be everything you need to be to them kids to, for them to look up to you, but let them know, hey, look, I just I look just like your cousin. I came from the same thing, just like your brother, your father, the whole nine, you know, but right. you can do something different. And in order to say that to them and to make it believable, we have to be those things. It's got to be credible. I mean, the kids want, if they sitting out there and they living in terrible living conditions the whole night, they looking for, they may not say it, but what they looking for is confirmation from somewhere that they can do it another way. Otherwise, like, shit, I, I'm going to just go do it like how they do it outside. Because everybody else I see, mm-hmm. they, they going to work, they mad, they arguing, they cheating on their wife, they getting divorced. You know, they losing their house, they doing that, and it's it's disgruntled. So either you selling drugs and happy with money, or you get a job and you disgruntled, and that's all they see. You yeah, know what I mean? It's, it's, yeah. A, it's a limited, it's a limited perspective of opportunity. Right, right. You know, you know, you know, you know whenever um you know what I never uh could grasp, right? Mm-hmm. Is when artists or you know people of, of the entertainment spectrum, when they say, Yeah, I do good all the time and you know, I don't. I don't have to show that. I don't have to uh, put that out there. Nobody needs to know the charity work that I do. Mm-hmm. Y- you, yes, you do. Yeah. Yes, you do, bro. You need to show examples of you being charitable. You need to show and give game about the meetings that you in that you close those million dollar deals on. Right. Those multi million dollar deals on. Right. How did you do it? How did you assess it? Who did right. you have around you? You. Right. You know what? What about reading? Co- I mean, like, I think that in our culture, we've been robbed of the education mm-hmm. of how to be stable, of how to be entrepreneurs, how to be, how, how to have ownership. Yeah. It's like, soon as everybody got that and got their bag and, and, and got, you know, got their shit, they shitted on the people who didn't have it. Right. Instead of saying, yo, bro, I don't want to see you get fucked over either. This is how you do this. Right. Right. You feel me? And it took, it took a, you know... You had some artists like the Bun B's, the Masterpiece, you know, uh, E-40 and those kind of cats. That had that who, vision. you know, gave you the independent hustle yeah. and gave you the game on that. You know, Jay Prince and them kind of cats. But for the most part, bro, nobody gave the game on how to survive it when it comes to just, you know, showing other opportunities, showing different ways to make money, yeah. showing other business acumen, not just the ignorant side or the violent side. Yeah. You know, so we do we do have to wear, wear a show and prove people. We learn by what we see. Right, most definitely. And what we hear. And what the people who supposedly want this respect and, and garner this kind of uh, parental responsibility and influence, we need you guys to show positive images and positive things to speak on it and yeah. give back give back knowledge. Not just the ignorance and the materialism. Give back the knowledge so we all can get out. You know. Yeah, and and and, and it, it's all. And I tell everybody at the end of the day, everything is mental, start to finish. If if you if you are robbed of a perspective, you can be enslaved easily. You know, just easy. Sim- yeah, simply a perspective, just some sh- some shit that we all seeing with our two eyes. But if I rob you of a certain perspective, I can manipulate you for however long you can't see shit from that perspective. So when when That's we true. saw success and when you see success in the mainstream, 
it's tied in with materialism and this and that. And the ticket is a lot of entrepreneurs, the more successful you become, the less you care about clothes and cars and shit like that, because the drive is building something that you know you're going to die doing. Right? Like, I know, yeah. I know I'm going to die doing the shit I'm doing. So what excuse do I have? Yeah. I don't got nothing else to do but yeah, die. But, or this. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So when you, when you yeah. really lock in on that thing and you find your purpose, and that's what we have to give people towards. I, I don't, you know, I'm, I'm looking at, at trying to find a way to, to teach young men. Uh, and it's crazy because I was just posting about football the other day, and one of my guys that I had on my 14U team. Yeah, you was going to teach Yeah, so Lil Benji, yeah. So I talked to Benji. I ran into him a couple times at the same gas station. And by the third time I ran into him, I said, all right, God. I said, Benji, what you about to do when you graduate? Because, my, you know, my son and him graduating at the same time. He said, man, I'm going, I'm, right. you know, I'm going to the union. I'm, I want to be an electrician. I said, okay, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to see. I told him to go ahead and, and – because cause everybody got their journey. Now, he – for me, it was a different kind of journey. You know, he may he may fall in love with that aspect, but I believe that it's going to be a new kind of contractor or a new type of electrician, a wiring contractor, whatever you want to call it, specialty wiring. Um, that's going right. to come up, you know, as we enter this new age of building. And I feel like if we, as in us, are at the head of that market, then that could be our thing that, that you got to come to us. To get because we don't cap no market, right? Right. We consumers. It's, it's all about leverage. Yeah, we consumers. <laughs> you know, like I like I tell people, you yeah. know, the, the Jews came over here and, and you know, the Jews had issues in the world for years. The Jews came over America and what they do, they learn that law like the back of their hand. Now you gotta go through them for the law. That you ever hear anybody messing with Jews in this country? No. Well, they they built they built every system to make sure you ain't penetrating. They came over here and learned it and did it better. And that was they, that's they, like, that's what they got. Okay, now, hey, make sure you treat us good, because if not, we're going to kill got, you in this courtroom. They got gangster with the law. You, you see what I'm saying? They got gangster with the law, bro. People need to, you know, not to not to cut off, but that's what our people got to get back to. You got to, we got to study. We got to yeah. learn. Y'all niggas is worried about, you know, fighting these cases, man, and these, and these civil things going on with the police and all of that. Like, do you know the processes and steps? Do you know your rights? Do you... Do you, you do you know everything as as a citizen that you need to know? Right. They they banging on us left and right, and, it, so and it's, it's only right that and it's all in we, we know ourselves definitely, and and it's in what reality you choose to live in, right? Because like mm-hmm. I I that's like I don't necessarily always live in the same reality. Like I might bounce back and forth. You know, I might be in my house in my head on some real deep meditation. You know, planning, brainstorming shit, and then pop out you know, and see what's going on here. But the news, I don't, I don't carry shit from this reality with me all the time. So I don't make it a point to get up and watch the news and watch sports and, you know, scroll social media all day because I realize like the type of tool that my brain is. And here's the biggest thing. And, and, and I used to be on a podcast and I think a lot of the times when you solution based, it's hot. Right. When you solution based and you're not action based. So, so when you solution based in speech, but not action based, and you know to follow it up. It, I know exactly what you're talking. It's hard about, yeah. to stay in business because now it's like you're making all these good ideas, but you ain't doing shit. When you're not solution based, it's plenty of gossip shit to talk about every day because you ain't trying to fix it. You just want to discuss it, right? So ain't no strategy, ain't no plan. Yeah, ain't no plan, <laughs> ain't no none of that shit. We just talking about it. What's like you know what they say? What's what's T? What's the next? 
What's the, what, what are we gonna talk about today? How white people? What's the next headline? Yeah, how white people whoop our ass today? I'm I'm tired of talking about that shit. I don't have to be subjected to that pain. At the end of the day, we know what it is. I don't have to subject myself to that physical trauma or that mental trauma, mental trauma that ends up manifesting itself in physical stress and physical ailments. I don't have to subscribe to that. So so mm-hmm. if I check out. You know, and I t- and I and I reclaim my mind and my time and the whole night and my relationships and my energy and all that. The type of right. the type of shit I'm gonna hit on now is totally different because now I could tune into some other shit out here. Now I could get ideas dropped in my head because I got a free flowing, you know, brain and you know I'm out here, I'm vibing on on some high shit and I'm getting taken higher places. But if you weigh down with this reality, this world shit, this game that they've been playing forever, it's like, look, I get it, my heart goes out and I sympathize with everybody that's going through that shit. But at the end of the day, we got to realize as, as a people, we playing they game in they backyard. So if, if we want to keep saying, oh, we going to the, beat the system, beat the fuck that system. I'm, I'm going to go make my own system and I'm going to stay out these people fucking way. Because what's not, you not, I mean, look at history. This, these, we talking about niggas want to fight a war. We 12% of this fucking country. It sound like we need to find an industry that we can manipulate, get this motherfucking money, and start building back with our people around the world. And, and, and mm-hmm. if they want to have America, let them fucking have it. Everybody, everybody rushing out to travel anyway. You say the most beautiful places around the world, but, but because of our conditioning and the way we've been conditioned, we think so limited. We down to the street corner. They got us down to the feeling trapped on the fucking street corner. One street, two streets. Some motherfuckers only see two streets their whole life. And then they lose it on one of them two streets. Yeah, see, and that goes back to what we was talking about earlier, perspective. Yeah. Now, my, my family coming up since, like, the 80s, you know, we got land up north. You know what I'm saying? Up in um, uh, Idaho, Michigan. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So I've been going to campus since I was a kid. And it was, it was at a point we was getting kind of older, and we realized, like, yo, like, some of our friends never travel, you know. Some of our friends never been out the city, let alone off the block. Right. And you kind of see the difference, um, perspective-wise, in terms of uh, how they view the world. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I think it's I think parents rob their kids of a worldwide perspective, or even just a, a broader spectrum of life when they don't take them to travel or take them out of town or uh, give them different experiences outside of their community. I think you rob them of culture. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you can have your morals, your principles, your values at home. Don't get it wrong, but expose your kids to something that's not, that's out of the norm. That's abstract. Yeah. You, You don't know, you don't know what can trigger that imagination. You don't know what can trigger that motivation when they see something outside of death, destruction, alcoholism, uh, drug drug abuse, drug you know infested neighborhoods, yeah. um, homes that are undeveloped, uh, neighborhoods that are quote unquote gentrified, take them outside the element so that they can change the element that they in. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, and and, and, and that's the you know? your, your environment shapes you, and this and this is like this is why I I lack. I mean, they say that saying they say ignorance is bliss, right? Because the more shit you know, the more you see how shit is just really has really stacked up against you. 
out here. You know, when you was young and growing up, it was just outside. You make fun out of anything. You get to be an adult and start really saying some shit. You like, oh, wait a minute. You know, oh, they, they, you know, redlining that. You can get, I can, I can get killed for what. Yeah, I say. yeah, and <laughs> and it's and it's been like that. But see, this is the thing: they don't mind when you learn. They just get mad when you start teaching. When you start going around Ooh. teaching other people and shit, then you gotta, then you going, you crossing the line. Then you are, now you a target. Now, now you a target. Something. Now you this suspect. Then yeah. So so now let's 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 expand that a little bit. Why is it that? Uh-huh. What's what's really the most important thing now? Is it money? Or is it influence? Um, I I would say perspective, because to a generation Man, that's, that's to a generation crazy, raised right. on capitalism and materialism, it's money. So with, to that right, which would be like a generation or two before exactly. You know, right? So baby boom, baby boomers and up. Right? Yeah, I mean, it, well, even on even on some of our generation, where we came up with the rap music. And we saw, That's yeah, what I'm yeah, 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 the whole nine. So, so you know that now on the other side of it, to to with this new generation that we entering into now, and this new this new like frame, this new mindset, and 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 really to take it back to Nipsey, that was one of the events that's probably ushering in this new mindset because now, like Nipsey said in his song, uh, "Let this knife that's in my back be the truth that introduced it," because of his death. So many people are researching him and his lifestyle and that lifestyle and self-discovery and personal development yeah. and the whole nine that that is going to introduce a whole new wave of independent thought over the next five or ten years. And a lot of shit is going to change because when you can when you can separate that, like, like, all right, we're not a materialistic society anymore. We might have moved right. on from that. That's what we might be saying in like 10 to 15 years, because you say people start to say, man, this shit ain't worth it. I just want to spend time with my family. I just want to do this. So now you see more teleworking and remote work than ever. That's going to, that's going to keep going. You're not going to see many mm-hmm. storefronts. Like shit is going to evolve and it's going to keep changing. So it's up to us as, as a people and it's up to our people to right. not complain and get stuck in complaining about how shit used to be 60 years ago. Take some time and look at how shit is going to be in five to 10 and let's find our, our little lane in there. Because even with what I do is now, I'm looking at long game. I'm looking at the next five to to, yeah. to, to infinity. See, because that's because you're solution-based, though. When you're solution-based, you, 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 you play the long game when you're solution-based and not yeah. a consumer. Consumers yeah. don't think five or ten years from now. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Back yeah. to the and mindset see, conversation. And because we was a consumer-based society, you know, anybody they put in front of you that had a fucking ad or something that was hot, you would listen to them. But now, mm-hmm. with, with with YouTube and social media and all these things, you get people's real raw emotions and people's influence and their spirit and their energy. It's, it's like the internet, I, I keep saying the internet is like a superconductor for, for energy. Because if you get on Twitter, if you get on Instagram, these words, they go viral and it sends a shockwave of energy. When Nipsey died, it was a shockwave of energy sent through social media. And every clip, everything this man said, every piece of music hit the timeline, and millions of people were enlightened at one period of time. That's more valuable than money. That's more valuable than land. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So that that to, to go yeah. back to what I was saying, influence ends up being the most important thing. So when you start connecting people, now they killed this man, and that's all I'm going to say about that. They killed this man because they knew what he had. 
that was the raw. That's just that's just the physical. Yeah, that's just <laughs> that. And he did more after his death. Now you don't reach them out to, you know what I'm saying? Millions more people that didn't even know who he was the day before. You know, couldn't nobody even say nothing wild on the news about him. None of that. Solid dude. That was the epitome of what it would be. Solid on both mm-hmm. sides of the fence. And yeah, you know, so just that respect, huh? Like, you mm. know what I'm saying? Because like you said earlier, Mill, like we we gotta have a passion for something, bro. Like, you don't wanna look up, like you say, and I'm and I'm twenty six, I'll I'll be twenty seven this year. Like right. my biggest thing I've learned within like these past I'll say like five and a half, six years, right. is that you don't wanna waste your time with people who just wasting time. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I think that was one of, even to this day, like, I just find myself, like, weaving out certain friendships and relationships that, that don't benefit what I'm on. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And even with me, you know, quitting my job in December and just, you know, taking these classes and doing my Congratulations. <laughs> Bro, you know what it was, man? And I, and I mentioned this on recent episodes. It's like a, am a real spiritual dude. You know, I, I'm mm-hmm. real sensitive when it comes to energy and how I feel. And at the same time, I have a big thing with respect. Definitely. You know, I don't give a fuck if it's a job. I don't care if it's, you know, you a politician. I don't care about your status. You mm-hmm. know, I was raised to be boisterous. I was raised to, I was raised with confidence. I was raised with you don't let anybody just talk to you any kind of way. Family, friend, familiar. It don't. I don't give a fuck who it is. What? What? You know. And, and when you're in the environment where that's constantly being tested, your moral and your principle, and people just keep antagonizing your character, it's mm-hmm. time to go. Mm-hmm. You feel me? When 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 you waking up and you're not happy and you're trying to figure out why I'm angry like this, where is this shit coming from, and and why when I get here it just just like a lost feeling. Like, yeah. you just don't belong there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, every everything that I was... Every time I got up, like, leading up to me quitting my job, it was getting more intense. Like, why am I here? Mm-hmm. And I found myself getting into a manager people, you know, with the superiors. And, you know, I, I just felt my attitude not being me. You know? And uh, I just needed that detox and cleanse from a from a from a job perspective. Oh, yeah, definitely. You know what I'm saying? And I didn't even know, to be truthful, that it'll take this long for me to, to get back right, in a sense, spiritually, uh, mentally, physically. Like, I didn't know. You know, when you spend years in the environment like that, you don't even know how long it's taking you to get back into a sense of some kind of sanity. Yeah. You I know mean, what I'm saying? Until you can, Until you can provide for yourself and sustain yourself, you don't know what freedom is. So a lot of us, we not yeah. finding out what freedom is until we jump on this entrepreneurial journey. We don't, we think we free, but we ain't free. As long as you yeah, got, uh, it, you, you see what I'm saying? Until you can generate that hell income yeah. on your own, you can't, you're not free. You at the mercy of somebody else. Now it may be convenient for you. You may find a way to work from home. You may do the thing, but until you can generate income, you, you can't be free. And so it's a shell shock. Like I, I remember just like you when I was, I left my job. Uh, it'll be almost. A, it'll be a year this month. So it was last May. Uh, That's crazy. Yeah, twenty eighteen. Twenty eighteen. Yeah, twenty eighteen was the year. <laughs> I, I did the five year apprenticeship with Electrical and graduated. And I graduated Friday and I quit Monday because I knew going in, 
what I wanted to do. You know, I needed to get a trade that I could start my own business with. And uh, and the first year, it was wild because it's all these different emotions, man. Like, you wake up, you have to motivate yourself because nobody's coming to give it to you. You don't have anything consistent. You know what I'm saying? Right, and, that and then that you, alarm ain't going off on that certain time. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and then you figure out, and yeah. I think everybody kind of walks the same journey. Like, you start getting up earlier. You start getting more done in the morning. You start exercising. You start eating better. Because what it, what it ends up being, and when it really clicks in this entrepreneur journey is uh, when you when you realize it's not about the money. It's about the shit you would do if you were rich. Oh my God, bro. Right? So so when I was Man. going through mine and I was I was going through it, you know, we we, you know, issues at home, the whole nine, you know, trying to make this thing work. And then I said, Man, you know what? Fuck these bills. I I don't care. That the money gonna come or it ain't because because God told me this is what I need to be doing. So I'm gonna ride mm. it out and I'm gonna focus on the things that I would be doing if we was rich, like spending more time with the family, spending more time with the kids, going on vacation. I'm going to just focus on these things and let the money just come where it comes. But because I put the work in, you know, I, I ran the, the whole five years I was working in apprenticeship. I had my thing on the side, too, because I always had my thing on the side. So, you right. know, I started putting up TVs and doing lights and doing this whole nine. And and when all all my classmates, you know, they might go out and drink at the school and the whole nine. Where you going? I got a job because I'm trying to build this client base because when I'm ready to take a leap, I still got bills to pay. So it's the it's the sacrifice, and that's that's the stuff nobody sees, right? I think I think it's good to mm-hmm. give people that a lot of the times to talk about the mental the mental journey because a lot of it is just getting people in the right now. Because I'm not gonna unless now unless you're gonna pay me, I'm not gonna call you every day and try to get you get you right. But what I what I could give you for free all day on any one of my you know social media sites is a lot of game. And points you in the right direction, but you still got to do the work. So everybody comes off of this trip different. Some people have realized they're not entrepreneurs. They just may, they may have their passion or their joy in doing social work or working with the elderly or doing all that. And that's fine because at the end of the day, like we said, it's not really about the money, but, but some people just enjoy making money and, and, and then impacting a lot of people and traveling the world. So you just fit whatever proportion, whatever, whatever you're ready to give out to society, in a sense, whatever service, whatever level of service, that's what you can get back in income. So you see rich people and, and you know, people that really got it and built it from nothing, they impact mm-hmm. a lot of people because that's the only way that you build in that. How else, you know, how else you do it? The, the only reason my phone rings daily is because for five years I was out working eight hours at my job, three hours on a side job, 12 hours at my job, two hours on a side job for years and making, and making this, building. then just building and making this name. And then when you take it around the corner and now you're like, Hey, I'm out here now. I, I left my job. Now your whole network is yeah. like, Oh, this is my man. Let me put you on. Cause you've been doing good work for me for five years. Um, yeah. And that's what it was for me too, bro. It was like, it was like, yo, like my my network of people is so rich, and um, I, and I remember I was I was uh I was tired, man. One day at work, bro, I, I had my slacks on, button up, all that, and 
I walked in and they was like, yo, bro, where you coming from, man? I'm like, yo, I'm I'm not coming back after the day. Mm-hmm. And they was like, man, whatever, you know. But I'm like, nah. And I'm just looking. I was just looking around, right? And I remember this like it was like an epiphany. <laughs> and I was I was on my laptop. And we was finna go to our first break, and I closed my laptop. And I was like, man, come on, get back on the line or whatever, right? Right. And I'm just, you know, don't don't mind me. I'm just kind of like in my little zone right now. But I was just looking like, yo, I'm not like these people. You know, they was angry, miserable, arguing every day, complaining mm-hmm. every day. Mm-hmm. They were just bitter, just angry. They they didn't want to change their circumstance. Yep. A lot of people was doing the same shit every day, every, you know, from fast food to Every time niggas get paid, they want to get some liquor. And it just was like, yo, that ain't even my vibe. That ain't even me. Yeah. That ain't even the environment that I I would like to be in. Because mm-hmm. when I leave work, the people I'm around, <clears throat> the conversations I have, the, the network that I, I've built and, and still building is the total opposite of what I'm in. Yep. And I just started looking at, you know, my dating lifestyle. I just was looking at my life all in this totality, like, what the fuck is you doing, bro? <laughs> you feel me? It, it wasn't even a, a disappointing thing or a sadness or feeling like a failure. It was just like, yo, you fucking better than this. You smarter than this. You you more creative than this. Like, it's I seen more. Like, you feel me? Like, I know, mm-hmm. I know more. Yeah. You know, like so, it just was like I can't come back to that. So I'm gonna tell you. I, I, I'm gonna tell you what I believe that that we when you had these kind of awakenings is, is what's happening. Right. So, you know, um, we put down here, we connected, you know, basically back to the, to creation essentially, you know, cause, mm-hmm. cause all we are is reproductions of, you know, society going on and on and on. Um, so it's, right. some, it's some trace details in there. I think that we start to remember when we, when we wake, you know, or when we wake up or become conscious or whatever. And and it's really just old experiences and things that, you know, ancestors might pop back in your head. But the, the, the reason we operate kind of blind is because we don't have no instruction manual, right? Now, you go to the store and you buy anything off the shelf, what is it going to come with? It's, <laughs> directions it's, like a muffin. Directions, right? <laughs> but we, right. We, we out here having whole human fucking beings and we ain't got no fucking directions. See... A pig or a cow don't need no direction because they don't have no choice. No choice. They just program. They that's in their DNA. That's in their DNA. They know what to do, right? But we get here and we got all this choice, and nobody says, "Hey, this is how you manage this." Mm. And, and here's here's where we lose because the power is in the choice, right? Because you yes, you really do create your reality, your thinking, the people you're around, what you that what you what you put your time into. You know mm-hmm. where focus goes, energy flows, like. So really, they're robbing us of the only power that we have, which is our choice and our decision making. Mm. And that's how you that's how you enslave people. That's why they say, you know, they could take the chains off our hands when they put them on our minds. And not only that, like going back to the conversation about perspective. Right. Yeah. Because when you open a person's mind up to. Uh, other choices, he will have a variety of choices to choose from. Mm-hmm. And if majority of those choices interest him or her, it, it'll it'll provide that spark in him, in him or her, and they'll make a 
they'll make a, a, a variety of different choices. It don't matter if they fail at it or not, complete it or not. It's just yeah. it's just a principle. And like, it's give balance. these give these kids, yeah. yeah, give these kids balance, bro. Give these kids, okay, you got sports, you have music, you have the arts, but you also got engineers, you have the trade skill. Well you have give them you know, give them their sales. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I think that's what that's what we, you know, we like not 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 us because we kind of came to a little elevated perspective, but in the world, we send our kids out like, hey, go choose what you want to be and just be that shit. And they go to college and they do all this and they acquire all this debt just to be that shit. And then that shit make them miserable because they don't really want to be that shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so then they like, oh, I got to find this life journey. And then it's the midlife crisis. Why do you think everybody have a midlife crisis? Because they've been to the job for 15 years. They 40 something now and they're not fulfilling their purpose. They just like a they like a dead ass machine. They just a, a horse at that point. You just a vessel at that point. You're supposed to be an enlightened mm-hmm. vessel, but at this point, you're just living completely in the physical. Like, you're not living in the spiritual at all. So you just completely yeah. tied down. You bought into the 401k, to the 40-year retirement, you know, and now you're all now that you're dumb stuck. ass shit, man. Yeah, and now you're <laughs> stuck. So they basically, if you're not aware, you I, what I see, I see a grooming system. I see, I see them making employees in the public school system. Sending them employees to college to get them in uh, debt, man. underpaying them. That shit them. crazy, ain't it, Jay? You see what I'm saying? Underpaying them, so they got to, they got to keep working at these jobs, and then letting them have a 15, 15 pack, fifteen year pack of fun before they croak. That's what I see. So, so if you if you subscribe to that, then you're gonna be in that. But if you if you just had that perspective and you can see that machine running now, now every single day that's gonna be on your mind. So just having just just introducing the kids to themselves letting them think more independently not having them buy in mm-hmm. you know how hard it is to li- live like under all these social constructs somebody asks what you are oh i'm a christian i'm a republican i'm a democrat i'm a buddhist i'm a yeah i, I, I used to be a seventh day adventist uh, and now I'm a, <laughs> and it's not no disrespect to any of these people but it has no, to be hard at all. it has to be hard to live under all these social constructs that change as the wind blows and not being control of and you any made of the choice and, and you, you made, made the, the choice. choice to accept it yeah and then the same motherfuckers who give you these constructs and give you these uh pair these boxes to live in these the same motherfuckers who go against everything that they taught you yeah because they just they just hit me trapping you in the boxes they need employees man, come on man because when you get out here in the real world you you know what you know what that i love about my urban experience of growing up in the hood is like you get you get the reality checks so fast. Yeah. You feel me? You get you get the reason why I can adjust to most corporate people or those, you know, quote unquote elites or the uppity or whatever, is because you you see them kind of people in the hood every day mm-hmm. trying to manipulate you, trying to get over on you, trying to, you know, be slick, trying to under trying to all of the shit that when you walk into them boardrooms and you go into the meetings and shit. They doing the same thing. Yep. But they got a stack of papers in front of you, and ain't they the, the motherfucker who they assigned to you? As far as they lawyer go or whoever, he not in the best interest for you. Right. He in interest of the company. He's in the interest of that you know that system or whatever. Mm-hmm. So it's up to us going back to what we talked about. It's up to us to find our lane, find our passion, find our purpose, right. And as a community with certain people in our circle or family or friends or whatever, if they if I got the money, I got to give you the money to go get the education so that you can help me out of my business. Yeah. Not give you the money to go effort off, blow it fast, throw it out. You, you know what I mean? Waste it. 
get a, get a car, some ignorant shit. No, nigga, you go go invest in you. So in about three or four years, bro, you need to come help me build what I got going on right here. And see, how that me in knowledge? You know, knowledge is the biggest gift you can give, and that's what we need to give. Knowledge, you know, man. more because the way things are now with the internet, I can teach somebody how to do something on the internet, and they can make ten thousand dollars a month from the living room. You know, so so then it becomes okay. What what's really because it's not the money. I mean, they printing the money. You know, uh, it's going right. the market. The market going to crash soon. It's not the money. You really you chasing the freedom, and what the freedom brings is the ability to do more and to touch more people and to spread your influence. Mm-hmm. So that's why a quality the, life. Yeah, a quality life, and that's why the dangerous person is always the free person, the Nipsey, the 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 the, uh, the Pac, the the Malcolm X, the you know, and I and I and I put I put Nip up there with 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 these leaders and people. All somebody said, you know, when Nip died at thirty three, and so did Jesus. That's crazy. It's not crazy. It's it's two people now because I don't subscribe to any religion, but I understand where it all came from. You know what I'm saying? And I understand the stories and yes, the sir. principles behind it. What you see is two people in their times that elevated to a certain level. And led and right. motivated and and you know gave people this drive and sacrificed for the progression of the people, were sacrificed, you know, and it resulted mm. in the in the progression of the people. So it's not far fetched. Now, when you tie all the you know walking on water and this and that, and then that's when people say, oh well, that's when it becomes an arguing point, and people have spent thirty years arguing. You know, whether a man walked on water versus yeah, the fucking debating and everything, <laughs> bro. Like, what are we talking about? All this talking. <laughs> just because you subscribe to it, just because you say I'm a this, and that mean I got to feel like this. You know, and, just... and what it is too. We getting out of those traditional ways of thinking and these traditional ass systems. Yeah. This, like, I was talking to my mother about this. Like, I can't wait to get most of these old niggas out the way, bro. <laughs> like because no like not not all jokes aside bro because it's like how are you in congress and don't know how to work a cell phone right how you don't know how to navigate the internet don't know how to adapt to the time like what are we talking about nigga you was a baby boomer bro you 80 what what do you, what energy you got what what do you have besides yeah. this quote unquote uh like you just said influence or a name that shit don't mean nothing now niggas can dig up your name Photoshop, Google Doc, and slander your name, and you ain't got no rep no more. Well, see, that's why you see the transition. That that's why you see the power, the right. power going back to the people now because to the people, right? Because it's not you can't hide anymore. Because this this you can't hide the 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 construct of the government and the whole nine. This was built at a time where people were kept in the dark as to what the government yeah. was doing. Secrecy at, and shit. Now you got <laughs> millions of people walking around with four K phones in their pockets. So you can't hide nothing no more. You can't do nothing no more. You got people that that is that now you got black people, you got people in the community that are doctors, so you can't slip nothing in the medications no more that, that affect our kids a little bit different. You see what I'm saying? You can't play these same games. Right. So it's it's really up to us now that we got this aware awareness to challenge all this shit. Because if, if you if you really look at it on, on a on a real level, if they've been in control of all this shit, how can you not challenge everything? Like, right. how can you not go down everything, you know, with a fine tooth comb? Like, all right, well, let me take a deeper look at religion and why it might have been framed away. Right. Let me take a deeper look at this treasury department. Let me take a look at how, you know, the gold used to back the money and now the gold don't back the money and the money is really just paper. 
And that's why it's all right. this inflation. You know, and, and, and you start to see somebody is benefiting from this. So if it's not you, that's really all you need right. to know to know you need to do something else. And like, and like you were saying, you creating your own system yeah. and building your own systems. You know, you building your own network and building your own net worth is possible now. Yeah. And, you know and, what I'm and, saying? And Nobody we, is limited to nothing. Yeah. And, and when we talk about the racism, the, like, and I say it, racism, and, and somebody's going to take this out of context and it's cool. Racism is a poor right. people game. You understand what I'm saying? Racism yeah. is a poor people game. And that higher room, it's people of all colors in there, buddy. You know what I'm saying? And, and the room in all nationalities too. <laughs> all nationalities, all colors, because it's a different game up there. See, racism keep the poor people entertained, right? Because entertained, right? Because because <laughs> white because you got these these poor white redneck people, and the only thing they can hang their hat on is the fact that they white, and they've been conditioned to believe that automatically makes them better than black people. So they don't have to be shit because as long as they white, they good. You know what I'm saying? Right. We we get the fear and the whole nine because they were verbally physically aggressive killed our leaders they had to be hard like that on us because right. they know what we was capable of and it don't take but a couple traders to to sink a whole sink a whole race but it's it's a game that as long as we choose to play in see that's that's the thing what's the bigger picture all right they you know they riding around they doing the neighborhoods then the neighborhood has to say at some point hey look we losing this fight maybe we should stay in the fucking house is it fair right no Jamil. no it's not fair <laughs> Nobody should have to live like that. But but what are you going to do? Are you going to take on a whole police force, a coast guard, a military? These people got real. <laughs> that's because that's what we're taking on. When we say let's fight the system, right? Now, I used to be a, you know, let's fight the system, front line kind. But look at it in a deeper way. Fight it with what? Right. And what, what resources? With what resources? You got to build some resources first. If you play Age of right. Empires or any one of these little games, before you go to war, you got to send your villagers out to chop some wood up and, ha- and find some gold and get some trade going on so you can afford to go to war. War, war expensive. So we sitting here in the same condition we've been in for years and years and years talking about let's go to war, and we, and, and we can't even protect our leaders. <laughs> let's keep it a buck because because I'm I'm tired of like I'm tired of the whole white people this white people that thing. Let's look in the mirror. Prime example what we just talked about earlier, you know, on the show, like with the Nipsey Hustle thing. Yeah. Everybody want leadership. Everybody want you know black unity, black wealth, black excellence. Yet you got dog killing my man in the street, and it was live on you. You can yeah. look up his death on, on. It's happening right here in real time. Yeah. And and that's and it's is when we overextend in our communities, we fighting against a mindset. It's not just black. We all black. Yeah, it ain't all, it ain't race no more. Like yeah, you said, it ain't, it ain't even race. race. It's, it's the yeah, mentality. It's a mentality. Yeah. You fighting against the mentality. That that dude look like you gonna hate you ten times more because it make him feel like right. he could be it now because he look like you. Yeah, you it's an inferiority complex. Yeah. yeah. So we dealing with so many issues, and when you try to stay back, man, and help. It's like you you in the most vulnerable position. So when you start to lose these relationships, what you notice is when you start to kind of fill your cup with something different, your conversation not the same, right? If you're going to research on YouTube all day and you're reading books and then you link up with your man that's been playing 2K, y'all ain't going to talk about the same shit. Yeah, because I can kind of count on my hands right now, like the people, like I'm really like rocking with heavy. You know what I'm saying? Like, and y'all probably doing a lot of the same things. 
right? Yeah, like we just and, on the same wavelength. You and know that's, what I mean? Like we we that, both grinding, we both hustling, we both striving for different things. We both, you know, me and my man Amai, as, as a matter of fact, like we just, he, he doing his thing with his barber stuff. He want to do the real estate. I'm trying to do my, my law situation and, and uh, land opportunities, still investing, still doing my thing like that. But for the most part, just figuring things out. What? You know what I mean? You got to, sometimes when we leave certain situations, you, your next step better be your most concrete step. And I think that's what, um, what I, the process I've been going through, uh, for the past probably like four and a half, five months now, just building, building concrete foundation with certain things so that when, uh, certain opportunities line up and, and doors open up for me like they are now, I have a concrete situation that I can flow off of and go off of that I don't have to worry about this, worry about that. Am I going to get a check that day? Am I going to, you know, I got to worry about that coworker. I got how I'm going to get here or get there. Like, it's, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? It's just certain worries and stresses that, you know, you, you don't really want to go through it. So you just kind of try to mold, shape and build right. um, your own vehicle, you know, your, your own system, like you were talking about earlier so that you can be successful in your own right and in your own way, do it on your own terms while still listening, taking mentorship, taking classes, taking notes, and listening. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think people get so entitled or get so to a certain place in their life, whether it's financially or career-wise, that they stop listening. You feel me? Niggas stop yeah. soaking up game. You stop taking you know, your classes from your sensei, per se. Right. You know what I mean? You just stop, you just tune out uh, everyone else who try to expose you to new things, new ideas, new concepts, new knowledge, because you got what you got. You already hit your quote unquote goal or your five year plan. You didn't already hit your quote unquote pinnacle. Yeah. So you feeling like you don't need nothing else. You ain't you good where you at. Yeah. And and oftentimes more than not, our complacency is what kills us. You know what I mean? Almost yeah, most definitely. Because you never stop learning. It's like like when 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 Diddy uh when when uh. Diddy's uh kid's mom. What what's her name? Uh Kim Porter. Kim Porter. Kim Porter. I, that's what I thought. I just ain't want to be wrong. Uh it's not, that's what you got had you can't have a problem asking. When Kim Porter passed okay. after the fact, you know, Diddy Diddy hit the hit the gram and had that message like, damn, I didn't realize what I had. So you're talking about somebody that's a billionaire, all the money in the world that's still learning emotional lessons. Yeah. In front of so, the world. In front of the world. Now you gotta learn it in front of the world. So it really lets you know, like, really, what's more important? Yeah, he a billionaire, but damn, you know, even mismanaging his emotions. So mm. it's, it's about to let you know, like, where the, where the real ticket is. And it's really, you know, us getting to learn ourselves and then moving forward. Not us yeah. prescribing to whatever social contract, construct sounds good at the time. And then trying to move forward with a bunch of people that's just as misguided as you. You know, and we you know, already crazy, came man. Like, <laughs> for real, Jay. Yeah. For real. Then too, like a lot of niggas talk shit about the hoes and and Puffy and you know what all they did or through their career, what influence they had on the culture in a negative light. When it's like, yo, bro, these niggas was twenty two, twenty three. Right. What did they know for real? Well, they they came from the, the street. They come from, you know, the, where we from. You feel me? They was oh, ignorant yeah. too. They was young too with all that money, all that access. You know, the, the amount of people who got access to them, 
the manipulate. You don't know what was going on, and to the prominent people who built these cultures, as far as hip hop go, on the financial standpoint, bro, these niggas, these niggas had to learn and grow up too. They had to become men too. Oh yeah, and, I- and, and get through lessons and and learn shit so that they can be the ones to be like, you know what. Let's get back to our culture. We need our own platforms. We need our own this, that, and the third. Right. You can't you can't judge nobody's uh life journey when it comes to how they learn lessons. You know right. what I'm saying? It may take somebody longer, bro. And, and you don't know what they're exposed to, what they've seen, what they've been through for real, for real, behind the scenes. You know, I'm not making no excuses for nobody as far as something no. in the community, but at the same time, it's a certain degree of knowledge. And it's a certain degree of character and, and, and test that you have to go through in order to give back, in order to be a person to give that conscious uh, message and give that conscious vibe. You've got to go through certain things in order to uh, give those certain kind of gems out. You know what I'm saying? You, and it had to be you some, ain't going to give that. Sh- yeah. You know? And it had to be some pawns. So that's the thing. Hip hop is a very young game. It's you know young, what I'm saying? Bro. So it had to be some pawns. Yeah. It came out. It was us. You know, them folk, the corporations came over, took it over, realized how they could use it to, to kind of keep us in a in a in a stagnant kind of state. Yeah, and, and, with the and bogus going contracts and three sixty deals. And right, all that, right. Man. And then the control of the music, 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 because because you know I grew up doing music, and and I'm glad I didn't sign when I had anything on the table. I'm glad they gave me a bad deal because I would have been terrible. Like I would have been all over the news. I, you know, just at that age, you had gave me that kind of money at twenty two. Ain't no telling. That's what I'm saying. You know, so so <laughs> I'm glad that it didn't happen like that. Oh. But I understand what music is on a deeper level, and I don't I don't take it for granted. So when when we talk about like music, we really talking about one of the most influential, if not the most influential, forms of communication in this lifetime that you ever see. Mm-hmm. You know, you got a you got a song for every mood. If you hear a song, it could put you in the mood. Music is a very powerful fucking thing so it's a very universal feeling man exactly so when it's manipulated to an extent like yeah they did use diddy they did use some of these people to an extent but out of that you saw diddy kind of change and try to give back you saw hove rise out of that and own his own masters you saw a nipsey yeah, come bro, along like, that that you know put the thing you yeah. saw even like people people shit on soldier boy all the time but soldier boy really was the first one that let people know that this YouTube shit was gonna be legit. That people wanted to see yeah. something different. So as much as people clowning a different, now, a different channel, a different channel of of networking, business, and another. Uh, as a matter of fact, yeah, with the internet yeah. at that time, yeah. yeah. So when when you all those things were major, and what happened was with the rise of the internet, you saw the company get robbed of its power, the corporation get robbed of its power. You know what I'm saying? Because now it's no more mass. It's no more cable gonna go out of business in the next five to ten years. It's all gonna be streaming. Yeah. Storefronts gonna start closing. It's all gonna be online shopping. I mean, because not only that, but you only gonna have like boutique like stores. Yeah, like that's it. Pop up shop kind of vibes. Like you're just gonna have people want all those kind of things. Like, we 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 got yeah. duped for so long. Now we want authenticity. Now we want to support other people. We don't want to support Walmart no more. We want to go back to the moms and pop. It's nothing new under the sun. Everything just gets recycled. So we just entered into another age where authenticity is gonna is gonna be at the forefront. Yeah, Nobody it, wants it's to just, get only thing is mm-hmm. 
it, technology is just in the forefront of what's what happens anyway. It's just a new, it's a new boom. It's a, it's a, just a tech boom. Yeah. Like the industrial revolution. Everybody was against that. Oh, the roads and this stuff. Like, bro, everything that's, everything that comes with change or something that's new as far as systems and how people react in society and how they move and do business, et cetera. It's like, that's going, that's inevitable. Right. You just got to get out your own way and not be as ignorant to accept the changes that's here and what's coming. That's if you, if you're not comfortable with it, then get out the way or you need to team up with some people who can put you on game on a new wave that's coming. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Don't be afraid of the new, of the now. Nigga, yeah. there was one point where y'all was wearing the jumpers with the cross color, crazy haircuts. You know, hip hop was on. That was new. That was something different. That was wild. Yeah. You feel me? Yeah. Y'all, a whole nother culture. Yet here we are today with hip hop being one of the biggest genres. Here we are with, you know, people from that decade and that era still being some of the biggest influences in the world. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yo, you got to give people time. With the new mm-hmm. in the now, accept it, embrace it. If you don't understand it, then get out the way or get with the people so they can give you the knowledge on what's going on. You feel me? Yeah, and just and just get ahead. So that, of. That'd, be, that'd be my only thing, man. Just don't be afraid to learn, bro. You know, not to cut you off, Jay, but it's like, how long are we gonna get in our own way, bro? Yeah, I mean, as, as long you know I think as long as we got, as long as we got people actively working against us. It's always gonna be people that get caught in the crosshairs, you know. Mm-hmm. But we that collateral damage, yeah. But we, the way we're programmed, we had that complex with you know, save everybody. It's everybody. It's the community. But we got what we got to understand is how, like, easily malleable we are as creatures, and it, this this ties back in with the humility, right? Like, if you walk around all day beating on your chest like, I can't nobody manipulate me, woo, 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 like, you probably the easiest person in the world to manipulate. Right? Mm-hmm. But if you walk around like, I need to be on God because I know how easily I can be manipulated, it's going to be real hard to get some shit over on you. So, operating with a certain sense of humility and just presence in the moment and, and awareness of what we are and what we're here to do, it'll take you a long way in life. You know what I'm saying? Period. So as we jump into this next generation, if you really pay attention, you can see, I can tell you what industry is about to go off. Anything in tech, wellness, uh, uh, healthy eating, fitness, financial advisors, uh, home inspectors. Um, everything everything that we've kind of been like shoved out of yeah as far as the industry getting into or the knowledge thereof of learning those industries what is the thing the baby boomer industry is retiring now so they dying off and nobody's there to fill the void and then you ain't even getting social security in a minute yeah we they better stop playing yeah niggas better start playing and then you get the new industries so now you got the marijuana now you got the drone industry now you got all these other industries that if you jump in now and start building something in three years, you might be running a million dollar um, a year. And in about, about two years, the way everything, how fast everything moving. Yeah. You can get some shit going in about a year and a half, two years for real. Yeah. If you really like put your head down and really do it and you got a team that's just as focused as you, you can get a lot done within, you low key can get a lot done in a month. Yeah. If we really being real, like if you really dedicating them hours in that time, like it's a lot. 
you can get so much done faster now at the click of a button. Even with the search engine optimization, you can literally just Google anything specific pertaining to that lane or that industry or that craft and learn it like that. And some people with some people got a gift of retaining information faster than other people. Right. So who knows? Just like how you got the babies nowadays, how these kids is just like little geniuses and and they creating and building things and they become entrepreneurs at nine years old. Like, bro, like this is this is new. This is the new wave of, of, of the tech boom. Get used to it. You're gonna see a lot of kids owning things. You're gonna see a lot of kid kidpreneurs. Oh yeah. You you know what I'm saying? You're gonna see a lot of us in industries that we never thought we can get into and break them down and break barriers and put some color in there and we can own our own without the middleman and just pay your taxes. That's all. I mean, just, yeah. I, and, and then realizing that it's a whole world out here. Like I know we, we did some traveling recently and was in uh, Turks and Caicos and um, ended up meeting with a couple of contractors down there talking to them about the, the automation thing. And, um, and I touched on that. I know we probably had like, like an hour and a half now. So maybe I'll touch on the automation thing a little bit before we, uh, before yeah, we before close we out, yeah. Um, so I was down there just kind of talking to to some of the contractors, and and really put together a way to make this thing happen overseas. Um, and for what it took for me to sit down with some very influential people down there, it was no more than a word from somebody who was respected on the island. So when we mm. when we out in these other places, we doing business with our people. It's different, you know. We, we you try to for me to get a meeting in in DC. With somebody who was at that level in a construction company, months, mm-hmm. years, mm. you know. But when we stop just looking at, like I said, we make up 13, 12, 13 percent of this population, and a lot of us is in jail. So it, the world is only as small as you see it, right? You you can. Right. I mean, my, I got a good good uh, good friend of mine, another entrepreneur uh, by the name of Ed. He got his own beer butter, and he's been working this thing for some years. And and my man get orders from all around the world, right out of D.C., handmade. Um, At the touch of a button, you barely got to leave the crib now. Yeah, Ebo Ebo beer butter. Look him up, and uh, and he get and he get orders from around the world, and and it's that's so now when he goes outside in the city, and you know this city that's mid gentrification and violence everywhere. Now these kids get to look up and see, hey, here's this dude that started a worldwide business, and he grew up right next door to where I grew up at. You know yeah, that's perspective. that's that's different. You see what I'm saying? And when we when we focus more on that and just really kind of being that example in our own lives versus trying to control right. what everybody else is doing, you kind of mm-hmm. you kind of reclaim the power now. You know, so I, I yeah, I, that's that's the era we on, bro. Yeah, creating your own and powering your own. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and so so what I do, I guess you know, just to kind of get it. And I love that we that we had that conversation because normally, even if we had started off with with what I did, somehow we would have ended up down that road anyway. Because I can't get a conversation by without taking it all the way down the street somewhere. But um, that's me too, though, man. <laughs> because what it is, people people need more context to the conversations that we have. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Because, like you said, we live in an era now where everything is on the surface, everything is a headline, everything is clickbait. So nobody really goes into depth of about, you know, impact of conversation and impact of what they're talking about when it comes to these topics of lifestyle, business, habits, uh, self-awareness, uh, brand building, ownership, 
You feel yeah. me? It's a lot of context that need to be had. And on the back end before that, it's a lot of education that need to be had before you can even have a conversation about it. Definitely. Right? So we 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 kind of even though we have YouTube and we got these online courses you can buy from people or whatever, you still need some kind of structural base of of consumer knowledge. You know what yeah. I mean? You might not have a school aspect, but you still need some kind of structure when it comes to learning. Yeah. Because if you don't, you'll be all over the place and you'll end up learning nothing at all. Yeah. You'll just be consistently lost. And then when you get around professionals and people who know their craft and know their skill for real, you'll be looking like, you know what you're talking about? You know what you're doing? You know, because you're missing the steps. You just kind of try to curve the process when you really can't. Yeah. You... Regardless if you got the internet now or not. Right. You know? Right. Yeah. You can't cheat the game regardless. Cause, yeah, cause you can't cheat the game. Yeah, man. you you being held to a high standard. It's, you you gonna get in, get out what you put in, and that's and that's that. Hey, <laughs> ain't really no way. And to elaborate on that, what's crazy? Uh, this isn't happening now, but my father, right? Like I told you, he's a brick mason. Actually, working on the um, the Pistons facility downtown, right? Okay. And as of lately, you know, because a lot of these kids come out of you know the brick school or the trade school or whatever. And he told me these kids got these degrees, right? But they don't, when they get on these job sites, they don't know nothing. Right, right. So it has me thinking, like, not only is, you know, college a big scam, you know, to some degree, but it's like, yo, what, what, why aren't they teaching? When you're working with your hands, you need to be out there working with those people with your hands. Right. You feel me? Like, you can learn the measurements and the math and all the other shit. Like, that's, I get that, but. When it comes to actually building this brick by brick, block by block, knowing this wall, knowing the job site, why are you pushing them out there post-degree versus when they're actually in school training? You need to have them uh, on these job sites or, like you say, you do the electrician work. They need to be hands-on at least 95% of the time. Right. Because 100% of the time, I'm going to be working with my hands and working with other people. Right. You feel me? We got to get out of the traditional way of locking these people up in these buildings and in these classrooms. One nigga talking, everybody sleep, everybody half attentive. So now when you graduate with a degree and you still don't know nothing, it's because the, like you was just talking about, the context of your education, the context of that knowledge. Right. It didn't transfer because you didn't put them in that field. You didn't put them in the mud. You didn't put them through the experience of Man, this is really what it's gonna be like when I get on the job. Yeah. Not oh, I'm gonna get the degree. Then when I get on the job, now I can really learn. Yeah. Like nigga, what did you learn then when you was in there for forty six years? What did you really learn? Nothing. I mean, I, I honestly think unless you're going to college to be a, a doctor, a lawyer, you know, something in tech, um, you know, a science programs. Yeah, STEM programs yeah. or something. Which black kids are behind tremendously, which is a whole another conversation. Oh, right, right. But, but but if you you know one of the, some of those things so and it ends up being the things that you actually end up working with your hands you know with the exception of maybe a lawyer but you know just being a practice but even even going to school to get some of those things that's not giving you a business education you know and a lot of the business right. education I mean really you know you can go get an MBA or you can read fifteen books written by people who ain't got MBAs what's what's more budget conscious. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. right. Like, See, the leverage. You you gotta weigh it out. Yeah, because this is the thing. Who whose level yeah. that college degree, that certification based on whose standard? Right? 
Like, if, if mm-hmm. I go somewhere that doesn't respect that degree, they're going to look at me by somebody who's doing it by 15 years, and he's going to have more respect because that's how they view it. Yeah. So what it ends up being is yeah. it, really just experience. Now, you can go get a degree. I, I can go get a degree in, in, you know, fucking mass communications, right? Right. Just just on a whim. <laughs> mass communications. Yeah, but which is the, <laughs> that's the bait degree right there. That's just like to come to college. And Man, ain't it? That's why I laugh. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So that's the bait degree. So I go get a de- degree yeah. in mass communications, right? They say, oh, you know, you might have a job doing this and that. You, you know, what? what's the pinnacle? You know, you get a job at fucking 106 in Park or some shit. Like, that's that's the pinnacle of a mass comm degree. And, and then you can hop right out of that, go read a damn book, learn how to build an online business and start making $10,000 a month, pay all your student debt off, and then you want to tour the country telling people our college is a waste of time. Right? But, but it was only because you went through that experience. Of, of going to get the degree and trying to put it out to use in the real world and seeing it didn't work and something drove you to find another way to make it happen. So with certain things, I just don't think we should have to learn from experience anymore. So you, you should be able to see the, the flaw in the game and make your move. Everybody's not going to be, everybody's not going to have the hands-on skills to be a electrician or a plumber or a carpenter. You know, some people had a mind to be a lawyer. Some people are going to have a, the steady hands to be a doctor. Some people are going to have a, the mind to be, you know, in STEM or cybersecurity or IT. So it's like, just find that thing and then max it the fuck out. Right? Like, in your in your own lane. That's going to close up. Yo. You know, a lot of people are not willing to sacrifice or give up nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like, we, we, I don't know, man. This is like, we spoiled over here, man. We, we really, it's an entitlement thing, bro. Yeah. Like, nobody thinks they got to work for nothing, bro, or they got to put no time in or no, no effort in or listen to nobody with more experience. And I think our systems kind of set that up because how you hire somebody who got a degree <laughs> in engineering. But you don't hire the guy who got 20 years experience in engineering. You know what I mean? Like, it's, right. it's, it's, a, it's a backwards system of how they set people up. You feel Most me? Definitely. Like, how you going to tell these kids to go to school for, for, four to, for four to eight years just for their job to either be obsolete or AI then took it over or that industry um, isn't as wanted by the time they graduate? Like four to four to eight years, that's a long time, bro. No, no doubt. Education changes. What you learn in that industry changed. What you learn in your degree or your field has changed within almost a decade. No so doubt. So by the time you, you, so it seems to me you're at a disadvantage as soon as you graduate because they're not even hiring you for the experience that you have. That's already against you. Then when you do have the degree, they tell you that you're worth too much or you don't get you're not supposed to get paid 
what the degree is worth. So it's all kind of like a a contradiction of itself with the system. You know what I mean? You damned if you do, damned if you don't. If you educated or if you got years in a trade skill, it, it's almost like the, the system just bucked against you. That's why the internet is the way it is because I can cut the middleman out and create my own lane. I don't have to be having a degree in psychology or speech or whatever. I can just speak how I feel. I'm getting influenced off of my character and my personality as a person. Yeah, it's empowering. On top of the, on, on top of the skill set, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's empowering. It's empowering because you yeah, you can't so, like now if you got a carpenter, right? And you are, and you just you a brilliant carpenter. Like say say your dad is a carpenter, right? 25 years ago, he could build amazing things, but nobody would see it. Right? Right. With the, with the internet, or nobody would see it outside of the people that was on the job or that frequented the building or whatever. With the internet, he can build amazing things, take amazing pictures, post them online, and somebody in California can see it and say, hey, I'm a millionaire. I want you to come out and do this at my house. I'll pay whatever. So That's the beauty of it, bro. You know, so now the personal brand and the business brand and, and all that, it, it allows you opportunities if you're willing to go chase them. If not, I mean, because yeah. it's service. Now, you, you say, oh, well, everybody does that. All right, well, shit, there's a lot of people out here. See, that's that, that's that, um, <laughs> what I'm looking for. That's that scarcity mentality, though, bro. Yeah. Like, I don't know where we get that from. I don't know if it's within our culture and our community, too, but whenever we branch off into an industry or the, the internet kind of puts a magnifying glass on um, certain industries, so a person felt like, oh, it's oversaturated or it's too many, who cares? Ain't you good at what you do? Ain't you great at what you do? Isn't this a passion? Isn't this a gift? So who cares who in that market? Who cares about the market or the job? Don't nobody care? Yeah. You got the internet. You, you, if you have a, a following of 500 to 1,000 people or 1,000 to 10,000 people, as long as you got a core following, a core base, a core foundation of people that support you, that, that can funnel a great business for you with $1,000 a month or, like you said, 10000 a month, 20000 a month. Yeah. Just off of those connections, a network of people, even 100 people. Yeah, you feel me? Like we got to stop looking through a limited scope. Going back to the perspective talk we was on earlier, like we got to stop limiting the way we see our growth and the way we see ourselves in the world in terms of how big we can be, how many people yeah. we can impact, etc. You know? Yeah, and, and it's and it's it's kind of like a it's it's again like I believe everything has balance in it. So for me. I got the ability to do this because I, I feel like I operate with a, a certain level of confidence and a certain level of humility, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm confident, but I'm not confident like, yeah, I'm, I'm out here, you know, I'm, I'm this, I'm that. I'm confident like, damn, and I'm, I'm humbly confident like, damn, I've been, right. I've been chosen to, to be, to, to get this, uh, this information, right? And, and elevate right. my perspective to a certain level like, damn, that's humbling because I know everybody's not like that. But then in the grand scheme of things, it's, it's 7.6 billion people in the world. So really, we're all really specs on this little-ass planet in this vast-ass solar system. So how much ego can we really have? You know what I mean? So it's this balance of mm-hmm. humility and confidence, but it's what is your confidence rooted in? You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So if your confidence yeah, is, is rooted it, is in it, knowledge it, yourself, and it, it comes with that humility. So you can be tall right. without standing on somebody else's shoulders. 
Yeah, because you know what it is, too? We getting out of them traditional ways of you got to get over somebody just to level up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's what we've been. We, we've been traditional programmed to be that way because the same people who was over us and manipulated us and built us that way, they taught us to do our people like that. Definitely. You feel me? Like, don't tell them about this business deal or you get your bag, you get your shit and you don't you don't you don't bring that money back to the hood. So niggas want to talk about gentrifying and investing back in this, that, and the third. But every time somebody get a, a good career or a better job or better salary, they don't bring and spend that money back in the hood. Well, they don't come back into the inner city and do and, and invest back in the city and yeah. buy a crib or some shit like that. They go to the burbs. Yeah. They go to the outskirts. Because you've know, been conditioned to abandon your culture and your community. Because we don't play the you long game. Saying? You know, one thing that it, one thing that white people do the well, right, and, and other races do well is play the long game. You know, like like China literally just goes around loaning people money that they know they're going to default on, so they can come back and take over their whole country and use it to to mass produce and put up resorts and get tourism money mm-hmm. to pay them loan backs. They doing that in yeah. Europe. They doing that Africa, in Europe, Africa. Caribbean. They doing that here. Yeah, anywhere you want to go. So they they oh. play the long game. You know, slavery. Everything was made in yeah. China. They did all their profit. They got all that profit. And now they out here buying yeah. shit up, buying land up, buying reserves up, buying minerals yeah. up. But you know what I mean? We our our people need to get back to the perspective talk. We need to be more open to other markets, yeah. the spice trade, you know, the gems, you know, gemstones, and it's it's so many mineral rich and, and resourceful rich things we can get into and put our money into besides cars, chains. Uh, and depreciating assets. Yeah, I mean, who, like, it's a girl, I think, that's local in our area. I think she's in D.C. I was listening to on the radio the other morning. I think her place is called the Spice Suite. Uh, and she travels the world and gets these spices. And that was amazing because, because you know, like, kind of what I'm kind of trying to do with the automation and, and take it national and international and just do some shit you love, but build something solid enough that it'll support you. You know what I mean? And if you can take the make the sacrifice yeah. and the dedication to that and it's genuine, it'll support you. I don't care what the market is, because you'll find some way, some way to adapt. If if it's rooted. Yeah, not only adapt, bro, them people gonna support you, bro, if you loving what you do and you putting effort and passion in what you yeah. do. That's a part of that's a part of having the faith, right? What's the point in believing and what's the point in praying when you ain't got faith? That shit going to work out. You ain't got faith in your hustle. You ain't got faith in... You feel me? You're going to get no's. You're going to get yeses. You're going to get maybes. Yeah. But it's about the process. Enjoy the process, bro. I mean, it takes time. Like you said, it's, it's 7.6 billion people in the world, right? 7.6 billion. With the internet, yeah. let's say you got access to 6 point... Let's say a billion people just don't got the internet, right? You got access to 6.6 right. billion people, Right? If if you get a thousand people a year, right, to buy right. a product that that you make a hundred fifty dollars off of, that's a hundred fifty thousand right. dollars a year, just a thousand sales, right? Out of out of out of six point six billion people. So. I, you know, when we we get in it, we still stuck in this poverty mindset. We like, oh, that just don't happen because right. such and such. No, like li- this is the reality. 
How then, man? How the fuck you gonna tell somebody about business when you never done business, bro? Right. That that's another conversation I want to have with some OGs too. Like, like you was talking about earlier, you got to be credible. How you gonna listen to somebody about family having a healthy family or a relationship when they don't have no healthy relationship with themselves or their right. family? How you gonna listen to somebody about how to build credit, business credit, and how to establish yourself as a boss? And an entrepreneur when nobody gave them the blueprint to be an entrepreneur or they was never a boss themselves. Right. How are you going to sit up here and judge a situation you never got into? How the fuck do you know the result, the process, and the end result when you never started or even tried mm-hmm. in the first place? You feel me? It's one thing where you can give me game because you got the, the trials and tribulation of it, but you, you over here uh, putting yourself out the game before you get into it with your doubt and your fears and your scary ass, you and, know and what that's I mean? the people you just gotta leave where they at, and that's that's what that's Pe- the, that's the biggest. And lesson. that's what I learned. That's what I learned. Yeah, now, oh, that's okay? the lesson you learn about. You, you said you're 27, right? Where they at. Yeah, I'll be 27 in December. Yeah, this so year, about yeah. that 20, so 26, 27 to 30. That's about where you hit that phase where you start outgrowing people, right? You you if if you got it, you kind of start becoming hip to some things, and and you just naturally outgrow people. You know, I mean, it's to the point now, like, I literally, you know, outside of business partners or people I do business with, uh, you know, I can count on one right. hand the people that I, you know, the people that, I mean, I'm not counting family and all that. I just mean, like, genuine relationships that I've cultivated over the years. We've had ups, we've had downs. Right. But it's always been a well-balanced relationship. And I can count, I can count these people on one hand. So... And it's not that I yeah. hate anybody I don't deal with. We just grew in different directions. So, yeah, and I think I learned them lessons too, man. Just you know, talking to talking to my parents about that, you know, because you know, once I quit my job and once I was in the transitional phase that I'm right. in now, I never thought I'd lose the amount of people that I lost, man. How many people switch up and change on you? How many people talk down mm-hmm. on you? You feel me? Just shit on you when you're making the change in your life and the transition in your life. And you taking some L's, you feel me? You really, and you pray on that. You pray God show and expose to you um, the people who not genuine in your life, no matter the position or circumstance that you in. Oh yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and they come right at you. Full so speed I, I think that's <laughs> full speed and full circle. Mm-hmm. You feel me? So it's like wow, it go from it goes from being disappointed to saying, yo, you know what? That's just life. To appreciate you know family, yeah, friend, you know appreciation, uh, a work coworker, it don't matter, bro. Like you just really appreciate when people show you their true character and they when, true when, when you when when you on the way to mastering life and and balancing life and being in control of life is when you can accept every bump in the road as part of your journey, right? When when you. When, when something happened, you can literally, hey, you know what? There's something I got to learn from. Let me pay attention. Let me not have an emotional pay outburst. Attention. And, and, you know, not show yeah. emotional intelligence. Let me pay attention to what. Because you're, you're getting yeah. your feelings. Yeah. <laughs> but let me pay attention to what this is. This trial is trying to show me because it's something I'm supposed to learn in here. So mm-hmm. now living life just becomes exciting because you get all these different. You see things different. You know, like it's, it's a, I think it's a, uh, yeah. uh, 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 the road quote. It was saying, you know, basically, you know, we, we can see things on the same, uh, physical plane, but not the same intellectual plane. Meaning I could see an abandoned mm. building 
and I could see a, uh, you know, where I could flip and fix it up and put, you know, eight eight apartments in there for low income housing to give them a nice place to look. Somebody else gonna see it and see it as an eyesore. Somebody else gonna see it and want to knock it down and build a mini mall. You know, so it's just what right. what intellectual plane do you do you see things on? So so to a to a brain that's not like trained. You know, because your brain is a muscle like anything else. If you don't work your brain out, it's just going to get flabby yeah. and fat, you know, like like everything else. So what level of sight are you at like that? And that's the self that's the becoming critical of yourself and really living in your own world and analyzing yourself and how you see things. Yeah, bro. You know what I mean? How do you see things like what 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 does your building look like? Does it look like an eyesore that you complain about for the whole day or does it look like an opportunity? So does you does you? Yeah, because mm-hmm. I, people so comfortable, they don't even people so comfortable, bro. They don't care if they change or not when it comes to their circumstances. Yeah, yeah. Niggas, niggas would rather be mad at you for changing your circumstance than putting in the time, the attention, the discipline, and the work to 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 change their own circumstance. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, what do you what do you do? What you gonna do? Yep. You know what I'm saying? What are, what are we doing, bro? Like, we got all this time. The way the internet work now, the way shit is now, niggas don't have nothing or no excuse to not get nothing done. Ex- except the one they... Get something. Uh, yeah, or, about to say, except the, except the excuse they're going to make. <laughs> you know what right. right. <laughs> and it, and, it's, and that's what that's what the outgrowing comes. Like you say, you know, I guess it's just, you know, going into your latter 20s. And until your, your your thirties or whatever, it's like, yo, like, what are we building? What are we talking? About? Like, even your conversation with people, you don't even want to waste yeah. it no more because it's like, yo, are we, are we always talking about this, that, and the third, and somebody else, or are we talking about building ourselves and building something for our people, and, and just building something tangible that we all can eat off of, and thus, you know, spread the knowledge on how we did it so somebody else. Yeah, can and that, and that's. You feel me? I, I, that's that's what yeah. it is. Like it's it's the the long game. You know, if you got kids, you really shouldn't be thinking about you know what you could do. And, and, and I'm gonna try to break this down so it's not a hot take. But you shouldn't be thinking about you. You should be thinking about how you can use you to build for them, right? Like we got people out here, three, four kids, and all they worried about is going to the club. Well, shit. What happened when you leave here? Now you creating a cycle again. Like that that's what you want your legacy to be. You came here in poverty and then you made decisions that put your kids in a worse off position than your parents did. Now you moving backwards down the line. So now you putting it on one of your kids to rise yeah. up and see it and you know, and try to change something for them. So it's just the way we live in and, and, and it's not like so we operate with a certain level of like understanding. Cause I know like we all got the uh-huh. same brainwashing. We all got the same you know, the, the the same trauma. Of course, same, same conditioning. conditioning. Right. Oh, all you know, that so it's, it's like, okay, when you start to see people rise up out of that, and of course they're going to silence them. You're not going to see it mm-hmm. on, you know, primetime television. Yeah. But it's out here. If you go look for it, it's out here. If you if you read the books, and, and when they say, like, opening your mind, like, that's literally what happens. Like, you can read something and it'll unlock a door. The under, simply, something as simple as understanding a concept can change somebody's life. Mm. Just saying something in the right way and, and you can almost see it in their face when it clicks. Like, oh shit, I never thought about it like that. Oh, I got you, it. You yeah. know what I mean? And 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 they can take that yeah. with them the rest of their life. 
and that may change them. So if everybody's out here dropping little things like that, and that's everybody's mission, and every conversation you have, I want to leave somebody with something. <clears throat> every conversation I have, I want to leave somebody with something, and I want to get something in return. You know, I want to learn something back, and I want to teach a little bit. <clears throat> if that happens, and, and you and we get out of these mindless activities like spending hours discussing reality television shows and the, discussing nothing, just bro. nothing. You know what I mean? Just just really nothing. And 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 then when you fill your cup with, like when you talk about dating and how hard it is to date in this general, I think that's what's mm. what's dope about it. And that keep that keep you creative, and and that keeps you working for new ideas and new concepts, like. And when you when, when God places you in certain avenues and certain areas, when you don't force it, it'll just come to you. Definitely. You feel me? That that vision will come to you. And I know me, you know, being a writer and just being gifted in that in that lane, that's something that I really appreciate. That's one of one. God gave everybody some kind of talent or skill, bro, to where if you don't force it, if you trust it, if you just go with the flow when you trust the process. Ideas will come to you. New concepts will come to you. Um, reinventing yourself, that'll come to you naturally mm-hmm. because you're loving what you do. You're loving the process. Uh, you love how it makes other people feel, you know, and that's what it's about, man. Just changing the world, changing our community with the best way we can, with whatever we can uh, when it comes to our characteristics and abilities. Definitely. You dig? So I want to just thank you for coming on the show, bro. And I look forward to having you on again, man. Thank everybody for being on my head about the show. <laughs> man, I had to let some shit die down, man. I, I take breaks occasionally from a lot of things uh, every other month or every few months or so or every quarter mm-hmm. just to get my mind right on what's my new direction or my new path or what new idea that I need to challenge myself on. Uh, what do I need to dissect? Uh, you know, things like that. So. You know, I'm a young dude, man, but I'm always being introspective about who I am, my life, my circumstance, and how can I impact other people, uh, what I need to change, you know, things like that. Mm-hmm. You know, I've always been that kind of person that <laughs> if you constructively criticize me, I'm open to it because I'm an open book. I'm raw and I'm honest, and I want people to be the same with me. Oh, yeah. You did. Definitely. Definitely, man. And that's, and that's all so it takes, I appreciate man. you for coming on, man. And. You got your contact info in there, bro, and I look forward to having you on again, man. It's the Ignorant Intelligent Podcast with Jamil Hassan. Definitely. Appreciate it, bro. I appreciate it. Yes, sir. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Will I ride? Will I ride? Birds make music. Yeah. This ain't no podcast. It is a broadcast. Yeah. Yo, this the smartest and dumbest you ever heard. Intelligent and ignorant, you heard it first. Sipping on this brown with a brown skin. Cognac and caramel skins with time beard. Who you love, who you hate? Well, let's talk about it. The hottest topics, and best believe we ain't going gothic. Hotter than the tropics, you looking forward, you know we got it. See the bigger picture, no microscopic. We the livest.
know you tuned in. Yeah, we know you tuned in. Nothing but a G thing. All we missing is juice and gin. Tying up the loose ends. We ain't asked for your two cents. Special guests every single day and still no new friends. Calm down, youngin'. I know you see that we running. I promise that this ain't nothing compared to what's really coming. Andre, I ain't talking 3000. I'm talking drumming off the glass when I dunk it. It's geese. Just say you love it. Uh, this that ignorant. It's true life. Uh-huh. Getting cheeky on the mic, one, two, one, two.